you traders and investors. Thanks for joining me once again. This is Thoughts in Trading with Trade Doc, segments called Eye on the Market, where I go over the broad list of 32 ETFs and ETNs, see if we can trade some options in those companies within those ETFs or trade options on the ETFs themselves. Now, this week was bullish again. Um, now, this is actually uh, the second week since I did that last episode that wasn't published. I've seen it. It was a draft, but, you know, I'll just make sure it's published before I leave. But, yeah, I hope everybody had a good holiday still out there in the markets or still just in the markets, just letting it roll. With a little bit of cash on the side. You know, just let it roll, I guess you could say. Let it uh, peak out. So, but I've been trading the market, as you know. Uh, been watching it. You know, just basically in and out, not really I'm staying, keeping positive delta, staying on the long side, but mostly uh, just capturing the consolidation. And uh, when it breaks to the upside, <clears throat> just play the consolidation. So those trades are going in, you know, lasting three to five days, you know, taking 10 to 15% off, uh, not being greedy, not sitting in it. <clears throat> But yeah, definitely gotta keep those those dividend stocks. Don't even don't even watch them for now. Wow. If they're just paying dividends and they're REITs, especially if they're REITs, then you just might as well just go on vacay. You know, forget about the market for a while because that's a good thing. I'm gonna do that pretty soon. Well, actually, I did. Um, not last week, the week before, but this week, yeah was active everything was bullish looking good structures being broken new highs so yeah why not you know there's been uh and that's doing day trades i guess you could say but definitely with the options they're just lasting like three to five days and they're closing out like i said taking 15 20 percent off and just you know letting it go even though i could probably take more but i'm not letting it uh letting a quick correction happen because the volume even though it should have been light it's it's actually a little heavy been heavy at days so those are the like the algos going and i don't know they might just i don't call it peak out but i'm looking at ewz and it looks like it's done its first maybe uh thursday marked the end of the first wave so, um, yeah, I mean, might be end of the first wave, so it's got a little while to go. So as far as correction, it's going to correct, but it's not, it's not going to be as deep, maybe like as bad as the 40, 4350s, but, um, it's got some steam, it's got some news, so. What else? Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it for this week. And missed coming in last week. 
and doing the show. So uh, I just, you know, getting uh, getting back into it. But like I said, it's been easy. Uh, just in and out. Take it easy out there. Don't think the market's going to crash. Say don't buy dips, but make sure like the dips are completed structures. But as far as the market goes overall and like the overall economy, the world market thing going on with China, you know, that's going to be all resolved. You know, nobody talks about like uh, RSX, like Russia, but that's been just as good as the, as the Qs, as the S&P. I mean, not the S&P, the NASDAQ, you know, all the tech companies. And there's, believe it or not, there's still undervalued companies within the NASDAQ. So it's definitely got some room. But we'll talk about that. Um, I'm kind of fresh because, I, like I said, I did go to trade this week. And uh, I got a real good look at the price action, what was going on. So... I'm going to share, go through this, through the list of ETFs, which I haven't done. Um, just trading companies and some ETFs that I, you know, like EWZ. And still trying to get into INDA. And, uh, well, we'll get into it. Anyways, this is Eye on the Market, going over the broad 32 ETFs. First up. We have USO. Oh, I didn't let me mention today is uh, December 28th, 2019, about 3 p.m. So next week we're trading Monday, Tuesday, close for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I believe. So, but I might be wrong. I got to, you know, check the schedule. It might be a half day mixed up in there. But uh, let's just get into it. This is USO, and USO is trading at twelve ninety one, which is pretty, pretty impressive. Let's see, does that translate into oil? And I did trade oil via DWT, but I only took a point off of it. Small position. But uh, translated to oil, it's trading at 61.72. It kind of retested the 62s. It's pretty strong. 60.91 is a good uh, support area. So is 60 even. But 60.91 looks like a good place for support but you know I'm a short setup solid of oil that's kind of why I haven't been there but trading these retracements they've worked out for me so that's why I trade oil or I trade uh, uh, a consolidation like uh, either calendar well not really calendars because you can't really do calendars in the USO. I've tried it and it's just not worth it. But butterflies, you know, buying 
one leg at a time because the volatility is pretty low. Sometimes you get high volatility in USO, but not really. Especially now since it's just been like melting up, you can say. Um, but there'll be a retracement in there. And then there'll be a dip by, probably hit. Uh, it had it, it looks like the dip buys would go below the 105 moving average. So that's for me. But for right now, I'd like to see it bounce off the 60s or the 61s. Next is XOP. And XOP looks like it's rounding out broke structure like the whole oil markets are bullish they were down over one and a half percent on friday and it looks like it could be completing so it's gonna have a three-way correction everything looks good as far as shorting this And, uh, yeah, everything looks good for consolidation trade, but it could be also a bull trap just because the structure that's done is, uh, has happened before and it's banged right back up. It'd have to dip below like the 2330s to confirm that it's, it's going to go down and remain between 30, 24 and, uh, 2250. But as of now, it's it's bullish, even though they were down one. Even though they were down over one and a half percent on Friday, you know it might be retracing back down. I wouldn't short it at this point. Like I said until it crosses. Uh, twenty three, twenty eight, as of now, anyway. But XOP looking neutral to bullish. Next is OIH. It looks like I placed a trade. So the positions I had prior. Were closed out. Looks like I put a trade on. It looks like a consolidation. I have them between 1284 and 1420. Right now they're at 1330. So I can see this having a quick retracement. But as you know, right now it's bullish OIH. Those are the oil services. They're going to remain bullish for a while. It's just um, you don't know how hard the legs are going to happen. But I can see like a melt up consolidation trades in there next is UNG and UNG who knows if it's found the bottom they're down almost 1% on Friday and this is you know the structure that it made it could look I mean it's so low you could like place a trade in there like a bottom pick but I like to see a little bit more basing you know, natural gas is at 224. <coughs> Excuse me. Natural gas is at 224. So that's pretty low considering 
whether I be come back to the threes, it'd probably be a while or something's really got to happen. I seen the draws in natural gas were kind of delayed, so I paid attention to that. And you see this come back down, UNG come back down to like the high 16s. The low now is 16.80. They're trading at 17.33. Uh, I'd be a buyer below 17 just because my stop wouldn't be that far away. But, you know, there could be a quick spike down, a flush, and then uh, move to the upside. But that hasn't happened. So consolidation here is probably more like probably going to see some more bearishness until it breaks above 1750. Right now, they're at 17.34. Next is XLE. This is another one that placed a trade. And I was out three days later, you know, with a good profit. And that was on that leg. It's It's been easy, but as far as... UNG, I can see a little bit of retracement, maybe back down to like the 60s. But right now it's bullish. Made a higher high. Actually, it's kind of channeling at the moment. So I can see that. Okay. So it's got a little bit more higher momentum i could have just held on to that trade that i had because it's still between that channel see i'm i'm trading it so wide like what is it between it had to be between 63 45 and 60 50 right now it's trading at 61 68 so keeping it wide like that taking off 20 percent you know this is the way I'm just going to keep on doing things because it's been working out. But, man, like I look at it, it's still 60, 68. And uh, I could have just held it to the end of the week and probably squeezed another 10, 15% out of it. But who knows? XLE looks like it reached testing. You know, I'd still have like a consolidation trade right between those levels, like the same, put the same trade on. But more bullishness next is xlu and xlu i did go along on friday got a trade looking at xlu to break all-time highs of 65.50 into the 66s so i'm targeting up there for xlu especially if there's uh, even a small retracement in the market xlu should be seeing all new new all-time highs next is xli and that's the industrial sector xli i mean um they're undervalued and but they have been for a while so whether the companies are gonna make it i mean i think of like the only reason they're held up is because of China deal 
but they're definitely off the lows. So I'd go long, but not, I'd go long on a retracement. It's hard on XLI, even though I am long some companies in the, in the sector. I believe Alcoa is one of them, but I'm always long Alcoa when I need to be. So next is XLB and XLB. I've been watching XLB. They were down a little over a quarter percent on Friday. And XLB usually trades in a channel, and they've met the top of the channel. So a good consolidation trade for XLB. Um, you know, the question is whether they made a new channel or not. But uh, definitely trading it with uh, some neutral deltas. Let's say it probably retest like the 60s. Right now they're trading at 61, 16. Next is XME. And I missed the move on XME. Uh, been watching and watching. And all the sector is really undervalued. But it's kind of like came up. In the last couple months, in the last couple months, the mining sector is up, had peaked out. Uh, you know, twenty percent in the last two months. That's two percent a month. So you you could maybe depending on the deltas, could have just bought some calls and sat on them. But XME was down a quarter percent. I'm still bullish on it. It's just that, you know, with the expectation of retracement, it could come back down to 28. Right now, it's at 29.17. Next is the MJ sector. And I went long the MJ sector, especially on the, the beta, like the first time that I showed life. So it could have been a lower low. That was on 12-9-2019. Uh, it showed that it could have been a lower low after retracement for a while. And now they've been basing out for the last few weeks. You know, the low here reads 1595. Right now they're trading at 1670. A couple companies in those sectors haven't showed life. You know, I'm watching Kara, which had a drop. So things aren't looking that great the only good thing that's happening is that they're basing and they're not moving into lower prices but i got my trade out there long for you know out well out into into january so the end of january next is xbi and xbi has been on a tear since i've been in and out of some trades in there. So, so there could be chances of retracements everywhere, but it could be quick and shallow. Next is XLV. XLV has been really performing, you know, making all-time highs like every month. So, you know, since it had, uh, since it double bottom pretty much, like I've seen it. Since it's double bottom, just to give you an idea where it is, because they just made all-time highs on Friday. It's up 17%. So even though it's 
XLV. That's not as as impressive as uh, the mining sector. So XLV, and that's a healthcare sector, was pretty much unchanged on Friday, trading at 102.94. Next is XRT, and I have some positive delta here. Traded, it took a long side because they're right performing well trading on my structure they're breaking out now so i have even though they had a good retracement on friday not really this the chart looks like they did on friday but they were actually up almost a half percent it was just a late day retracement i can see this probably if it breaks below 45.50 then it might retest down but since stocks haven't done that, I see the retest going down to 45.80. Right now they're trading at 46.48. I mean 46.24. So that's the retail sector long in that. Next is XLP. And XLP was up almost a half percent on Friday. They made all-time highs like last Friday at 63. 36 right now they're trading 6325 you know friday could have marked um, a market top a short-term market top anyways or just the beginning of a consolidation but it looks like xlp could find a channel but there's more room for these companies to move up um, you know, in that I trade Procter & Gamble, Walmart, Coke, and Pepsi. That's it. But they are not done moving up. Bullish. <clears throat> Next is another one that I was pretty bullish on. Um, you know, never got in options or I was doing other things. But XLY has a little bit more to go. And that's a consumer discretionary. And... In there, Amazon, Home Depot, McDonald's, you know, is it getting pushed by Amazon? So because Amazon's Amazon's in the sector, that's the positive drift that I give it. Right now, since they've based out for a while, they got a ways to go to the upside. Uh, I'm not going to put a target on it, but the target should be above the 130s. Right now, they're trading at 126.05. Next is SMH, and that's the semiconductors. They were down a quarter percent on Friday, peaking, making all-time highs on Thursday, which is 144.23. Right now, they're trading 142.26. A retracement is a little bit due in this sector, but since that's technology, I can see support at 134.50. Next is IYR, I'm long, IYR, that's the real estate sector. They were beaten down for a while. You know, this is kind of completed the ABC. If you trade, that's one of my trades, swing trades, and it's definitely performing there. Um, you know, I wish I would have sized a little bit more, but... Um, they're trading at 92.47, 
they were up a little over a quarter percent on Friday. I got a position that it came into. Looks like it could consolidate and find resistance at 93.32. Right now they're trading at 92.47. Next is XLF. Next XLF, I have a short term short on it. Still worked in my favor, but then it moved up on Thursday and Friday, came down a little over a quarter percent. They're trading at 30.77. So this is definitely, I'm definitely long the financial sector. I'm just trying to create a calendar. And that's why I'm kind of short, but they could be traced back down to 92, uh, 29.50. Right now they're trading at 30.77. Next is TLT. And TLT uh, is looking a little bullish at the moment. So, with the market moving up, it's probably making people nervous buying a little TLT to hedge their position. And that's kind of pushing the prices up a little bit. That's my thoughts, my thoughts and trading. Um, so TLT could go back up and retest the 139s. Right now they're trading at 137.32. And, you know, a little bit of fear, which is probably happening now. Uh, we'll definitely move this up into the 139s. Next is GLD. And GLD looks like... It's peaked out. You know, fears come in. Gold is trading at 15.15.60. 60. It's not the all-time, well, not the all-time high, but it's not at the highs at the 156. I mean, the 15.66s. But definitely, definitely doing good for the moment. Right now, I do I swatch the retracement. They're unchanged on Friday. GLD was trading at 142.33. Next is GDX. GDX poked out last week, trading at 28.87. They were down uh, three quarters of a percent on Friday. So it looks like it could have a retracement, but that break of structure kind of confirmed it could start the new uptrend let me tell you the truth not saying it would be it could start a new uptrend just from what it did so but it, yeah it doesn't go up straight in line even though it, it seemed that way last week but a retracement back down to 28 would be a good place of support right now it's trading at 2887 Next is the SPY, and they're trading at 322s, making all-time highs on Friday of 324.06. And then they retraced and were unchanged. So it was just like a peak up on the, on the open. And then at the end of the day, there was just a dive. And even the after hours, there was more selling. So the well, it's going to be interesting on, on Monday. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait. So, it could be the retracement we've been waiting for, or it could be just uh, a bear trap. Next is the cues, and the cues are still 
have some short delta in them. They are down pretty much unchanged on Friday, even though they made all-time highs. Should have placed a trade. I didn't. So a retracement coming in, and then maybe some more long. Next is IWM. And IWM is coming in to my retracement spot, which is between the 6550s and 6350s. Right now, they're trading at 6586. Next is the VIX, and they're pretty low, which is, you know, on Friday, they were up 3%. So there could be something happening next week, but I would not go crazy short, shorting the market. Next is FXI. A few positions were closed in there for, for me. It's some very long positions. And it looks like it's just breaking out, doing exactly what I thought. My next target is the 45s. So all-time highs, and this is like going out into March. So 45s into March. Next is INDA. have no way of trading that. Uh, EFA, I have nothing. I'm just running out of time. Let's just do the last but not least, the ZWZ. EWZ was down almost 1% on Friday, which marks a good top for a short-term top. And we should see all-time highs in EWZ in Brazil. Anyways, thank you. Have a good New Year's. I won't see you till 2020. And, um, you know, just trade what you see. And, uh, you know, stay alive. Straight duck on the market. Peace.